0: This podcast is listener-supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to The Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull podcast of SB Nation and Once a Metro. I'm your host, Jason I. Picko.
1: I'm Pat McDonald.
2: I'm Truman. This is episode 184, Rivalry Reek.
0: Reek.
3: <laughs> reek.
0: Wait to the third segment. Reek. That's all I'm going to say. Reek it. Just wait. Mm. So until we get to that whole entity thing... Uh, two games to discuss. Uh, first, uh, on Friday night, D- uh, Red Bulls went down to D.C. And,
3: oh my God, uh, I forgot about that game. Yeah,
0: really that. You know what? I blocked that game out of my mind. See? He blocked it out. And he blocked it out because it was a 2 nothing loss for the Red Bulls. Just, Pat's trying to sleep it out of his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then uh, Wednesday... Midweek at home, Red Bulls thankfully get the win, one nothing against Chicago. Probably could have done better, but at least got the win. That's the important thing in all this. So, as we do with a double game week, we're gonna just do a combined like and dislike. So, Pat, you're up first because we gotta keep you awake. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your dislike for these two games?
1: Uh, I think it would all have to go back to D.C. for sure. I mean, it was probably one of the worst games I've seen this team play in a while. I mean, nothing worked. I mean, they they, they were their defense was horrendous. I mean, Kamar Lawrence continues to have a bad season. Uh, he actually wasn't even all that great against Chicago either, uh, despite the team getting a, sh- a shutout in that game. Um, you know, it, it's just they look terrible all around. I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it, they couldn't connect passes, there was just nothing, I mean, you know, it it goes, uh, both Mike Grella and Dax McCarty had to come out and say what a pathetic showing it was, Um, so, I mean, that's just the the big dislike, is that just, they couldn't do anything right on Friday night, and it just kind of went to show you that the team still has a long way to go before they're out of their rut entirely.
3: You gotta hate being ready to
2: shut off a game after a half, when you Mm -hmm. know, You just just have that feeling. And since you talked about that, well, let me talk about uh, last night's game and another bad first half of, what was the percentage of possession, Jay? Seventy- Seventy-two. Seventy-two percent. And nothing. Zero shots on goal. Yep. And uh, you're looking at it again, and you're like, they're going to lose this game again to nothing because that's, That's what you saw. Constant pressure. Non-stop. uh, A few non-calls. Just, uh, you know, the Red Bulls getting lucky with Chicago taking that one shot that rang off the crossbar. And you're looking like, here's this this team again. How does this team keep showing up, and how does this team keep showing up at home? Just not creative. Not finishing. Bad. Bad, bad, bad soccer. Uh, And... I mean, we're going to get into it later, but not a team that gives you a lot of hope for winning uh, against good teams.
0: Scary. When you can't beat a bad team that's bunkering in, there's a problem.
2: That hasn't won on the road in how
0: long? Now 30 games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you kind of took my for, my dislike. So I was going to bring this up anyway. As much as Connor Lee was bossing around the Chicago Fire, why was he on the field after one getting hit in the head in the first half and having to get his head bandaged, and two he got his somebody landed on his head full body. How did, just they not take him out of this game just to make sure he doesn't get a concussion?
1: Oh, they did concussion protocol. He's he apparently passed.
0: They did a finger test on the field. That's concussion protocol.
3: <clears throat> apparently,
1: I mean. Uh, I mean I,
3: uh, I, uh, I,
1: I trust the medical experts more than Jason <laughs> Ipico's rant on my
0: podcast. I'm just like, how did Jesse Marsh just not pull him? It's like, listen, you're, it's not worth it. Just don't... I I mean, I don't know. It, it just baffles me. <laughs> uh, he was on the field,
1: so. Everything baffles everything baffles you.
0: Yeah, I
1: guess.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's move on. See if we can find something to like from these two games, because these games are not even worth discussing, honestly. Um Ugh. So, like, Truman, you can go first. What did you like about these two? You want to keep talking about uh, Connor Laid?
3: <laughs> let's,
0: let's keep hey, talking about the man. I'll admit, the guy played his ass off on, on Wednesday. He, he was almost murdered
2: on the field uh, several times, and yet still came up big in several plays in that game, and it was a clear uh, man of the match. Uh, also switched from the white head wraps to the black headband at halftime, so that was pretty sweet. Yeah. He's looking really more fierce with that big black thing wrapped around his head. Uh, yeah, props, props to him. And, uh, I mean, if you really want to break down the one goal they scored in two games, it was because Chicago gave them the ball. <laughs> Just yeah. handed the ball right over, and I think all three of us could have scored that goal that Grella scored. So I wasn't super excited about that. But, yeah, big props to Conor Late for uh, hanging tough, playing his ass off.
1: Uh, my big like, I guess would have to be, I don't know, I guess just, uh, you know, it was a nice little passing sequence that led to that goal. Um, you know, I always like when we see this team have that real passing skill and, uh, opening up the defense and getting a goal in and, uh, leading to three points. So I'll just keep it simple and go with that.
0: I like that Bradley Phillips didn't go to the Roy Miller school for back passes. <laughs> back heels, back heels, that's what it was. Um... It's gonna sound weird, but Luis Robles, I am glad that you were yelling at players because at least That's you true. are haven't phoned in the season. You no, You well not given up yet. No, no well, no, I mean, nobody has. No, but like in the fire game, Kamar Lawrence did a terrible job on one of the, on some play early in the game. He keeps he was like halfway, no, he was like to the penalty mark, screaming at Kamar Lawrence hmm. with the referee telling him to get back and take a penalty kick. Oh, sorry, a goal kick. Just like. He obviously cares and cares a whole a shit ton about this team, but I mean, come on! At this point of the season, would like not like eighty percent of keepers have that kind of fire?
2: Right? Uh, you know, well, we, he does. He does get upset. We've seen it a lot. Yep. So I'm, I'm just glad he still and has that fire year, in him.
0: And this year, there's plenty
2: of reasons to get really mad. So he he might be hitting his breaking point. Right.
3: Oh, yeah. That, yeah.
0: So I guess that's what I'm, I'm happy about is that he hasn't hit the breaking point yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anything else you guys want to discuss about these two games?
2: Well, it was just two big piles of ugly. We just happened to win one of them, so
0: yep.
2: let's just move on.
0: All right, so we'll move on to the predictions. Um, for the DC game, nobody got it right. Uh, Pat called the draw. Truman and I win. For the Chicago game, uh, Pat and I both had a draw off the bat. Truman, last week, I think you had a draw, and then you changed it to a win. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure Pat predicted a win for yesterday. Oh, my. I think oh, my. Isn't that what I said? No, no you, you, said, said you said you guys said draws. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. I'm sorry. No, you're right. It was a win. I have a win on this sheet. I don't know why I said draw.
1: Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, oh, my Pat,
0: point. Pat and I originally predicted wins. Right. Truman, I think you originally predicted a draw, but you changed it. Uh, I, for the game.
2: I did because I thought after such a god-awful, embarrassing loss that they were going to uh, play their asses off, which they didn't, but they still got to
3: win. So
0: uh, I called a 2-1. Pat and Truman both had 2-0, so nobody gets to score right. Um, so standing-wise, Pat, you're still in the lead. You have eight points. I'm yeah. in second with seven, and Truman is in third with five.
2: Climbing up the ladder. All right. Ur-
0: uh, so anything else about these two games before we get on? No. Uh, oh my
3: no? God, no! Just
0: want to get out of here. Get yes, please, okay. Jesus. All
3: right, yes. let's stop
0: talking Goodbye. about these games. Uh, with that, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have more Red Bull rant. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. We want to welcome back onto the show uh, a managing editor at Hudson River Blue and another SB Nation blog covering New York City FC, Raf Noboa y Rivera. Raf, welcome back to the show.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be back.
0: I guess I should be thankful because my throat's actually you know, good this time. For, for those that remember, I was producing yeah, that okay. show, but not actually on it. It was Pat's only time that he ever had to interview somebody and couldn't rely on me and Truman. That's true. <laughs> and
1: I nailed it. Now, I, I,
2: have a, I have a question. Uh, is it, is it uh, Via or Villa? Villa, uh,
3: Villa? Is it Villa?
4: It's Villa. He's got the little stick.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, right? I don't understand. The team, uh, they don't have a nickname. Could you explain
2: that, why the team doesn't have a nickname? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, the Yankees are playing it tonight, everybody, and I know uh, they're terrible, but we're talking about the Yankees for four more hours.
3: <laughs> Ugh.
0: You know, it it probably worked that the background for that was uh, M&M's, because he's certainly nuts.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: no, no, seriously. I mean, that was, like, that was like two and a half minutes of pure
3: gold. Ugh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, geez. Maybe, maybe shit spray-painted gold. That's what that was.
0: <laughs> Funny enough, it was actually a yellow background from M&M's.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, enough about my Francesca. Um... Actually, no, actually, real quick, I think I have to ask you: What was the general reaction? In the what was the general reaction among the New York City fans since uh, that was supposed to be an ad for uh, NYCFC tickets?
4: Yeah, uh, you know, I think most people. I think most people reacted the way that you and I just reacted. I mean, they were laughing. I mean, you know, because it was it was really just comedic. Clothes. It was like two and a half minutes of just like the stream of consciousness, um, <laughs> sort of rant. But except you couldn't even call it a rant. It was just like,
3: eh, I don't get it. I gonna get it. <laughs> what do they have a nickname? Uh, have how? Like, oh, the Bulls or oh, the Bulls? What the I mean,
4: it, it literally sounded. It literally sounded like somebody's grandpa, um, <laughs> you know, going at length about, about the hippity hop and you know, and the zoo bars and you know, and all that stuff.
2: Only, <laughs> only Mike Francesa can take one of his own station's giveaways and ruin it. <laughs>
0: So, the, I, I think the question is now, how long until Keith Olbermann decides to uh, talk about the Francesa incident? Since he, I think was originally one of the ones that was making fun of the name New York City FC.
4: Yeah, no, for real. Um, you know, he had like like this little bit of an extended dig where he would just be like NYC FC FC or something along those lines. I, don't, I mean, I don't remember. Stealing um, and, my material. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, when, when you're Keith Olbermann it's a little tough. I mean, you know, I like Keith. Um, but he sort of has this, you know, serial history of, you know, landing a show, getting fired, landing a show, getting fired. So, you know, <laughs> you know, from one perspective, the stick never gets old, you know, because he's always got a new show from which he can get fired from. Nice.
0: So let's talk some actual soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everybody knows that the uh, Red Bulls are traveling to take on uh, New York City FC this week, the all of, like, I don't even know what the distance is, like maybe 10 miles by – by. Uh, uh-huh. it's just
3: uh,
0: – and uh, red, red Bulls fans will, I know, be traveling in mass. Um, teams kind of in different directions from last year. New York City uh, near the top of the Eastern Conference, Red Bulls hovering around the red line, uh, just thankfully getting a win against Chicago this week. Uh, what, what's the general feeling with among New York City FC fans? Not it's not about the um, game coming up, but about the general uh, season so far.
4: Um, that's a good one. Um, despair leavened by cautious optimism. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because you know right up until right up until the Blues came, got on this you know, nice little run that they've been on. Um, I think it's not like four or five games unbeaten. Um, they were on a seven game winless streak, just like they got into last season and there was this sort of like sense of oh crap, here we go again. you know we're gonna have another 11 game winless streak and we're gonna get stuck, we're gonna get mired and it, you know things are gonna be awful. and, and that sort of sense of despair, um, sort of almost like an existential angst, if you will, um, set in a little bit right before they won that last home game, before they went on the road. Um, Because I really think if they hadn't managed to beat Vancouver 3-2 in the last home game, um, you know, they probably wouldn't have beaten D.C. They probably wouldn't have beaten um, Portland. um, Because, you know, those are two tough places to play. I mean, D.C. maybe not so much these days the way that it used to be before the Nationals came in. You know, you had the bouncing stands and all that stuff, right? Um... But definitely Portland. Portland can be an awful place to play because that place is rollicking. You know, it's raining. You're playing on turf. Um, all those things. You know, and the, you know the Timbers are. You know, they're a tough team to play any way. Even if you know whether they, you're know, currently going through their kind of swoon or whether they're you know riding high. They're always a tough team to play because Caleb Porter um, sets them up that way. Okay, so you know there was a real sense that the season could get you know a little bit away from the team. Um, But they beat Vancouver, and I think that gave the team a nice little psychological boost, and it gave the fan base um, a little bit of psychological boost. And then definitely beating DC, and then beating Portland, um, you know, really sort of, you know, has gotten a lot of people, particularly now that the team is sitting somehow at the top of the Eastern Conference, um, you know, they got this little bit of a sense of cautious optimism. And I think that's a little bit different from. Um, what you and I and everybody else were seeing last season, where you had a lot of people going like, "Oh yeah, you know, we got, we got, we're going to have Lampard, we're going to have Pirlo, you know, we're going to have,
3: you know, Villa, you know,
4: we're going all the way, baby," um, you know, which sort of, sort of ignores just how tough of a league MLS is, week in and week out, you know. Um, now it's more like, okay, you know, I think we got a good shot of the playoffs, and that sort of thing. So we'll see.
1: Welcome to the
2: world of uh, MLS parody, just saying.
1: <laughs> uh, now, you just mentioned it. Uh, NYCFC is atop the Eastern Conference right now. Um, do you think that has more to do with Patrick Beer as the new head coach, or do you think it more has to do with the team now has a year under its belt in the league?
4: I think it has more, more has to do with an unbalanced schedule mm-hmm. more than anything else. Um, you know, I think... I think you got to take that into consideration. I mean, I think it was, like, a couple of seasons ago. Um, Toronto was something like in third place, second place. And a lot of people were saying, like, oh, yeah, this is the year that the Toronto makes the playoffs. I think it was the year that they signed uh, Michael Bradley. And then it turned out that, um, you know, they didn't make the playoffs that season. So, A, I think it's the unbalanced schedule. B, I think it's that they have... Um, a year under their belt, you know, a little bit more experience in terms of playing in MLS and that sort of thing, Um, particularly Pierlo, you know, because you get with European players that sort of need to adjust a little bit. And then finally, um, Vieira. I think, you know, a lot of people were pretty dubious about his ability to coach in MLS, you know, making that jump um, not just, you know, from Europe into MLS, but really from coaching um, a developmental squad to coaching a fully professional squad. Um, and I think he's made that adjustment pretty well so far, you know.
2: Um, you you mentioned, you know, we were talking about unbalanced schedule. Would you, now I know, you know, the, the team's only a year and a couple months old, but would you rather see the league go back to the balanced schedule? Because honestly, when I think about how much they're hyping this weekend's game up, I think to myself, yeah, but they're still playing two more games. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what, are we going to hype this up? Two more times, one back at Red Bull Arena and then another one back at Yankee Stadium. Uh, You know, as a fan of the blue team, what would you rather see? Would you rather just see that, the home and home for every team? Home
4: home. and home. You know, and here's the thing, because, you know, even... Because here's the thing, I mean, they're playing twice at Yankee Stadium um, and once at Red Bull Arena, right? Um, And so I think, you know, it would have been better, I think, from a stylistic standpoint, um, okay, so they play at Yankee Stadium here, then you play at Red Bull Arena, and then you play at Yankee Stadium, you know, home away home, if you're going to do a three-game you know, a three set. And then, you know, the game that you hype up is the rubber, you know, or whichever one, you know, has sort of a decisive component. I mean, like this one, I guess you got hype because, you know, the Red Bulls won all three games last season, that sort of thing. Um, but, you know aside from that, I mean, okay, it's the first game. I mean, you know, for me, I think the hype should be, like, in the second game or the third game. You know, I think that's where you can really get it, particularly, like, towards the end of the season, because then there's, like, actual real-world implications on the line. I mean, for all we know, um, if you look at the way, you know, Dax McCarty's been playing, I mean, I think he's probably playing injured, um, and they're just not saying. I mean, at least that's the sense that I get. Um, And I think it's early in the season, and so... You know, to me, it's it's kind of hard to. I mean, you're always going to have that sense of rivalry. You're always going to have that um, sort of feeling where um, you know things are always going to get hyped up. But you know, it's a little early in the season to get you know to get stoked up. I mean, I think uh, any rivalry matchup, you sort of get the same thing. I mean, if um, I mean, let's take a great one. Let's say Arsenal and Tottenham were playing you know in the second week of the premier league season i mean like okay yeah it's arsenal tottenham so there's always going to be bad blood there but i mean it's the second week second week of the premier league season so you know you know in the second week of the premier league season aston villa still had a you know a shot of not getting relegated
2: so
3: <laughs> no you know, no they did like no no, league no. League.
1: no they, they were always going to get relegated <laughs> I, you're lying to yourself at this point
3: <laughs>
1: um you know, you, you kind of brought up the, the whole rivalry thing. Uh, Alexi Lawless actually re- recently went on uh, record as saying that New York City and the Red Bulls are the greatest rivalry in MLS. Uh, what What is your opinion on that? No. <laughs> no. No. Let's watch that right now.
3: Look, I mean,
1: like, I,
3: A,
4: it would, be great, it would be great if New York City FC, you know, were to win – on Saturday, like you know, let's go ahead and state that as a given. Fine, you know, you still need to have, in order for a rivalry to be like a rivalry, it has to have a competitive aspect. I mean, that competitive aspect doesn't exist right now. I mean, like let's be honest. I mean, the Red Bulls are three and O all time against New York State, so you know that's not a rivalry when the team is three and O all time. I mean, it's got the potential. Um, I think it's a rivalry, but I think it's going to come when the. Uh, when the rivalry is actually competitive, you know, when there's actual blood on the line, when there's actual um, meaning on the line, like, you know, the rivalry,
3: you know,
4: any rivalry has that extra edge of competitiveness when that's the case. I mean, Portland, Seattle, um, you know, New York city, DC. I mean, I think New York city, DC is one of the great rivalries, if not the greatest rivalry in the league for my taste. Right. But it, I think it's undeniable that something's gotten a little bit out of that rivalry, you know, over the last, you know, five, ten years, just because DC hasn't invested in the same way that New York has, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's going to change, you know, when they get the new stadium, you know, when they actually start spending on that team, then that rivalry is going to pick up again, you know, when DC's actually landing the kind of players that they used to land at, you know, at the beginning of their tenure in MLS. You know, the same thing with Portland and Seattle, you know, that has spice um, because, you know, both teams are competitive because both teams, I mean, like you can't possibly tell me that the first time that the Timbers and Sounders meet, there's not, there's going to be an added edge because the Timbers got their hands on the one thing that the Sounders want more desperately than anything else, which is an MLS Cup. You know, they beat, the little brother beat the big brother team to it. I mean, like you know, and I'll say, I mean the Timbers are the little brother team there. Um you know, go you know, come at me with that. But the point being is that, you know, until you know it's like a three you know, three and three or you know, six and six, or until, you know, it's like a you know playoff implications type meeting, you know, with even let's say you know, like I'll tell you there would be added spice with the New York City New York rivalry if, for example, the Red Bulls knocked um um New York City out of the playoffs by beating them, you know? You right, can't that, possibly tell me that. You know, there would be an edge. Right, I mean... The,
2: uh, the, the, know, the, so I think that's just marketing hype. The, the, the fact of the matter is, a rivalry is never going to be a rivalry until something happens on the field. And fans can jaw back and yeah. forth or whatever, but you know what? Uh, Philly's been in the league for several years, and that's just kind of another team because there's been no penultimate moment between right. the two. Uh, There's been a dozen moments between the Red Bulls and D.C. United, and that's why it's really... There's uh, moments with Chicago, moments with Los Angeles, you know, that you have... It has to be on the field for it to be a real rivalry. If you talk to the Red Bull players, what does every Red Bull player say? It's D.C. Because they they know the history of the, the games, not just what the fans do, the actual games.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I guarantee you that, you know... If, for example, you know Sasha Question were to, you know, cold cock David Villa, you know, on Saturday or something, or mm. you know, Mike Grella were to, you know, not you know, nutmeg Frank Lampard again, um, <laughs> but nutmeg and score a goal, you know, and otherwise humiliate, you know, that would add an extra edge to it. Mm. So you know,
0: speaking speaking of Lampard, oh. uh, I, I we have to bring this up.
4: Well, I brought it up. by mentioning the guy's name, so yeah.
0: So. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you guys have been paying him 6 million dollars a year. He hasn't really played for I think he has he played for yet? Yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah. Uh
4: 733 minutes. <laughs>
3: with three goals, and, nine assists.
0: And uh now he's signed up for helping out uh the BBC I think it is with their Euro 2016 Sky coverage. Sky
4: Sports. It's one of the, oh, it's Sky one Sports. Of the other.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is his stock beginning to plummet in, with the New York City FC fans. I mean, I can't imagine with the limited amount of mints he's played and this TV thing, which the team has said won't affect him playing, but has all this kind of started to sour? And, then, of course, the whole controversy of him being announced for the team and then playing for Man City for half a season.
4: It, it, it's beyond souring, it's beyond sa- um, I think, at this point. <laughs> Um, and, it, you know, and honestly, it's a little sad um, just because, I mean, I've written about it. I, uh, lots of people have written about it, okay? Um, but the bottom line is the opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is apathy. And I think what most New York City fans feel towards Lampard, um, you know, the Chelsea fans accepted, the guys who were Chelsea fans you know, a Frank Lampard or whatever, accepted, um, is apathy. I mean, they're just like, okay, whatever. If he suits up, great. I mean, I hope he doesn't really screw anything up. I mean, I think you know, people are are just like over the guy. You know, they just want him to go away. You know, they they want him. You know, okay, if he plays, okay, fine. But he's got to contribute. You know, and if um, and if he's not going to play, then just go away, man. Just you know, re- embrace retirement. And the reason I say that it's sad, it's because. You know, we're now at the point where I think – I generally feel bad for Frank Lampard. <laughs> I, I do. I feel bad because um, because you, you can tell that he's, you know, trying, you know, in his own way to, like, get back to fitness and that sort of thing. But, I mean, you know, when every athlete hits that sort of, like, point in their late career, you know, their late 30s, obviously – um where injuries are catching up to you and your game is based on physicality more than technical skill or anything like that because that's Frank Lampard's game. I mean, he's not like an Andrea Pirlo because Andrea Pirlo can probably literally play until he's 50, you know, (laughs) and it's not really going to make a difference because, you know, his game is not based around speed. It's not based around power or strength. It's based around technique and being able to, you know, place the ball where he wants it and that sort of thing, you know? Um... You know, that's not Frank Lampard's game. Frank Lampard's game is based around power and speed and, you know, the ability to bomb up and down the field, and he can't do that anymore. And it's just sad watching him try to do that. You know, one of the things that I wish Patrick Vieira, and for all I know, um, I have no sourcing on this, Um, this is just a conjecture, but for all I know, I'm sure that, you know, Patrick Vieira has had some of those conversations obliquely with Lampard where, you know former great player to, you know, great players. Like, hey, dude, like, yeah, sunset's on the horizon, man. Like, you really should think about, like, what comes next, you know? And, you know, we're not talking about the next game. We're talking about the next stage of, you know, your life, you know? And I think, I mean, that's really the only, you know, the kind of conversation that only somebody like Patrick Vieira can have um, with Frank Lampard. I mean... Because I mean, if I bring it, let's say I bring it up, he's just going to look at me like, okay, you know, you're you know, you're a stocky little dude, like who's never played soccer. So, you know, obviously, I, I intend to play, you know, um, but you know, to me personally, if you ask me, I think he should retire. Um, I, you know, I think at this point it's a sunk cost. You're not going to get back what you paid for him. Um, he's the highest paid player on the team. Um, the money is not the issue. The DP spot's the issue, you know, because they could. Use that DP spot on an actual genuine number ten or another striker to buttress um, David Villa
2: or a new dryer, you know, something something that actually moves more than he
1: does. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, money sure. can give money can give
3: competitions for the <laughs> new stadium. That's the thing,
4: and I think, I think, yeah, no, I mean, I think if you, I think if you talk to any New York City fan, I mean, they'll, you know, one of their biggest fears is that you know it looks like the lineup is finally gelling. It looks like the lineup is finally on point, like, okay, we introduced Frank Lampard, what does that do to the lineup? You know? Um you know, sorta to forestall that question, I think he um I I think, you know, personally you probably you'll probably see if he plays on Saturday, I don't know that he will, but if he plays on Saturday, um I think it'll be because uh is using that weird W M three two 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 three formation that is used a number of times, because you just can't have a 4-3-3 with um, Lampard, Pirlo, and, um, and Federico Bravo, because you know, Federico Bravo is just going to be under siege. Um, you know, Pirlo is not really going to be able to help him out and, um, on, you know, defensively, you know, and Lampard is just going to be sort of like wandering around you know, and, and getting overrun. So you're going to have to have a four-man midfield of some kind if you're going to put Lampard and Pirlo on the field at the same time.
0: So since we got to the game and I was going to take it there anyway, um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this correctly. Um, what can, what can Red Bulls ex- fans expect to see? Not necessarily what you were just talking about with the formation stuff, but in terms of like style of play, um, maybe a player to watch that people don't necessarily know about, uh, heading into Saturday.
4: Okay. So, so a couple of things there. I mean, vieira has been really, really, really doctrinaire, um, about building from the back. Um, They've been, do, they've been playing from the back all season long, um, regardless of whether or not um, it will cost the team. And, you know, during that winless streak that, that New York City was suffering uh, through, you know, it did cost the team because Josh Saunders, for all his gifts as a goalkeeper, you know, a veteran reader of the game, you know, a shot blocker and so on, he really can't play with the ball at his feet. I mean, that's not his skill set. Um, and MLS teams recognize that, and they've responded by using a really high press. I mean, and a really high press is what um, the New York Red Bulls have you know, used to such great success last season. I totally expect the Red Bulls to do it again you know, in this game you know, against, um, against City. So, so that's the first thing, playing from the back. Um, so beyond playing from the back, I think the two players that you're going to be looking at um, are Ronald Matarita, um, who's sort of the um, this really uh, awesome left-back, left-wing-back, um, young Costa Rican player um, you know, sort of bombs up and down the left side of the field um, and it's really participatory in the offense. And um, Federico Bravo, who I mentioned earlier, who's really become that number six um, defensive destroyer in the midfield um, and is also a young Argentinian player, uh, who's just really blossomed over, you know, over the first few games of the season. So those are the two players I, I'd be watching out for. Um, you know, and they've really made a difference for the team this season, both defensively and offensively. Um, defensively because they've helped solidify the defense, which still isn't great, um, but it's a lot better than it was last season, um, a lot more coherent. And offensively in that you know, they've allowed Pirlo to really concentrate more on what he's good at. Um, and less on what he's bad at. All
1: right, it was, uh, all, th- all things considered, uh, with the first matchup between NYCFC and the Red Bulls this season, what's your prediction for this Saturday at 3 p.m.?
3: Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, look,
4: um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a raucous game. I think um, New York City is going to come in loaded for bear. Um, you know, they wanna go ahead and win at home again, which they weren't able to do um, you know, in very much the season, you know, until they beat Vancouver. Um so I'm gonna go out and a and I'm gonna say a two one New York City FC victory over the Red Bulls. Um and but it's gonna be a real close game. It, you know, this is not gonna be a blowout of any kind. Mm-hmm. You know. Both teams are gonna be very even. Um, I think because I think you going know, to step up a, another notch, you know? Um, and do the Red Bulls, are, you know, is the big rivalry with the Red Bulls, um, D.C.? Absolutely. But I guarantee you that Dax, Dax McCarty doesn't want to lose a game to New York City FCA. I guarantee you he wants to keep that perfect record, you know? Um, and, and, you know, so do other players who were around last season, you know? Because, you know, un- until you know, until until the record says otherwise, you know, the Red Bulls run New York, you know, because they got that 3-0 and record.
3: That's right. I'll say it.
4: That's right. <laughs> I'll say it. That's right. You know, I'll say it. I mean, I'll say it. But, you know, but again, you know, David B wants to go ahead. You know, he's a real committed player, so he's going to bring his A game like he always does. You know, and, you know other young players are going to want to stunt in front of the crowd. So, you know, it's going to be a very chippy game. Um, it's going to be a real tight game. It's going to be a very tense game. Um, I don't know that it's going to be like a great soccer game, but I think it's going to be a great spectacle, you know, in that sense. You know the way that any good rivalry game is.
0: All right, uh, Ralph, Thanks for taking the time to come speak to us today. Um, before we let you go, where can people find uh, you and your writing online?
4: Um, so they can find me on Twitter at @naboa, n-o-b-o-a, um, N-O-B-O-A um, on Twitter, and then they can find my writing. Um, well, they can find the writing that I do for you know on the team at www.hudsonriverblue.com, and the Twitter handle is Hudson River Blue. Yep. Okay.
0: That's the first time in like a few, in at least like two or three years I think I heard somebody reference a website with www in front of it.
2: Listen, it's what us old men do. <laughs> Just do all these That's things. right. That's right. Respect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Ralph, thanks for taking the time uh, to speak to us today. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll have more Red Bull Rant right after this.
5: I'm now for an NYCFC box office blitz. That's Red Bulls. Right now, uh, third caller, 866-540-WFAN. You win a pair of Delta Sky suite tickets to see uh, David. Uh, uh, is it Villa or Villa? How does he say it? Does, how does he pronounce it? Villa or Villa? Do we know? Where is it? Via? Villa. Is it David Villa? I don't even know. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. Is it David Villa or is it David Villa? I would say it's Villa. David Villa and New York City FC take on the New York Red Bulls Saturday, May 21st at the stadium. Kickoff is 3 p.m. For tickets uh, starting at $25 and more information, visit nycfc.com. It's all from the fans. So uh, we have Red Bull tickets to give away. uh Oh, they're playing the Red Bulls. what's What's their nickname? They're just a New York City football club, they don't have a nickname? Okay, so they're playing the Red Bulls, got it, okay. Shows you how much attention they pay to this stuff. All right. And uh, is it VIA, do we know that? is it david via or i mean if it pronounced it would be Villa. i mean that would make sense you know it, it, uh, it most likely is i'll go with via because i don't want to pronounce his name wrong but i mean if i was going to say Pancho Villa, it'd be it would be you know david via be via would be you wouldn't pronounce the l's so i'm going to say david via is what it is so that's the red bulls and the NYCFC. so their name is just the new york city fo- new york city football club that's it they don't have a neck they don't have a nickname NYCFC but they have no they don't call them anything else they don't call them they call them a bunch of initials that's it that's it they don't call them like anything they don't have a nope. they don't have a tag or anything they have nothing just the football club NYC they call that's weird NYCFC Okay, and the Red Bulls are from New Jersey, is that right? Right, they have that little stadium over there in New Jersey. The Red Bulls. Yeah, they're in the Harrison, New Jersey. They they built that little that yes. cute little stadium over there. That's right, that's right. That's and the right. NYFC plays at Yankee Stadium. No, I know that. I know they have the Yankees team. Yankees Yankees. I know that's the Yankees team. I understand that. No, that I do know. I know the Yankees have a team there. That I do know. And I know that they have that little stadium over there in Harrison. I've seen a story on that where they have that little that cute little stadium over there. It's a nice little stadium. Uh, I, I know that too. So, but I didn't know the team didn't have like a you know. Like they're the Chargers or the, you know, the sun or the storm or the whatever. Who knows? You know, but they're nothing. They're just a football club. Okay. I got it. Neil and Fordham, what's up, Neil?
0: Welcome back to Red Bull Rant. Once again, I want to thank uh, Roth for coming on the show. You can see, uh, read his stuff at HudsonRiverBlue.com. Uh, before we get to the predictions for the New York City FC match, uh, we do have a voicemail. Guys, he's back. Yes, Tommy from Bayonne. Hey,
3: yeah, Tommy, your mother.
0: Tommy. All right, so let's see what he has to say.
1: Hey, guys, Tommy from Bayonne. I'm sorry I haven't called in in a, a couple of weeks. I, I was a little under the weather. You know, this just time of year, my allergies really, really kick in. So I've been trying to, to, to manage that. But uh, I watched the game last night. I, 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 you know, we won, which I was excited about. I want to hear what you guys think about Saturday. What our chances are on Saturday. To beat to beat New York City, I am very looking. I'm really looking forward to watching that game. You know, my mother's having a couple of friends over, um, so we may just watch the game and then have like an early dinner after. So I want to hear what you think about that game on Saturday coming up. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
2: Tommy, say hello to your mother and your mother's friends for us. Tommy. Yeah,
1: Tommy. Cool. So. I missed them. <laughs> I missed them. <laughs> we're, we're, we're
0: glad to know you're okay, Tommy. Yeah. All right. So you asked what we think about the game. Here we go because it's time for our predictions. Shh, shh, Red Bulls traveling to New York City FC's home Yankee Stadium which is not really a soccer stadium. Oh. Uh, that game will be on Saturday, May 22nd 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Not Fox Sports. Fox. Ooh. Fox even coming out of their Sunday National slot for this. So that's So That's telling you something about the Something I'm pretty sure one of us is going to talk about. The rivalry week.
3: Woohoo!
0: Yeah. So let's get right into this with our predictions. Pat, you can go first. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Uh,
1: I think that NYCFC is going to get their first leg up in this uh, rivalry that they have with the New York Red Bulls. Um, you know, it's, it's just the Red Bulls have not won a single game on the road, they've played terribly on the roads so far this season. Uh, New York City is an improved team this uh, This season and uh, The Red Bulls are struggling I mean there's no if sans or buts about it um, It'd be nice to see if they can get up For this one because um, we certainly Don't want to let uh, blue team Get a leg up in the rivalry That exists between them and the Red Bulls And I am not saying that sarcastically I am on record I firmly Believe this is a rivalry and a very 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 strong one for years to come Um uh, so, it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I really would rather, you know, I don't want to see a loss. I think there's going to be a loss. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to actually agree with our guests, a 2-1 loss uh, for the Red Bulls.
2: All right, so before my score, I'd like to, first of all, half-heartedly apologize to our guest, who is a very nice guest, and, and it's a very good guy, and I'm sure he does a good job covering the team. But fuck NYCSC. I... I, I I'm so tired of this team and their stupid fucking fans and all the fucking dumb bullshit that the league tries to hype up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just over it. They've, they've been in actual existence for a year, okay, a little over a year playing on the field, and their dumb fans keep going on with the same dumb shit over and over and over again about how fucking great their team is. Oh, right, they play in a baseball stadium, so they're super awesome, right? Ooh, ooh, boy. What you need to know about this team is that Don Garber wanted a team in New York, and that's it. That's the only reason this team exists. This team had no fan base. Nothing. They were a nothing organization until a guy with a bajillion dollars said, yeah, I'll put some money into a team. So all these fucking imitation fans showed up to root on this stupid, dumbass team. All right? I'm so fucking tired of these guys talking about, oh, we have great, we're have we just a great tradition of playing in New York and blah, blah, Who, who gives a fuck? And when it comes to this fake-ass rivalry that's such nonsense that we talked a little bit in the uh, earlier interview segment, it doesn't exist. It only exists between fans. And that's it. And you know why it exists between fans? Because the blue team fans think they're fucking better than everybody else, even though they've done squaw fucking douche on and off the field. You know what they did today? Uh, oh, come downtown and uh, give your Red Bull jersey. We'll give you a, 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 a NYCFC jersey. Oh. Ooh! oh, no. Got us there, guys. You're so clever. Oh, trade in your jersey. Oh, boy. Oh, and, and let's keep talking about their awesome fans with their uh, uh the, the pink cows. Uh, if, uh, they're an energy drink. Uh, they play New Jersey. Oh, congratulations, you've been saying the same dumb things that Philly's been saying for years in Toronto, so you're real fucking original. Oh boy, got us there, we play in New Jersey, No, oh no, oh boy, you, you really hurt our feelings. No one gives a fuck. I don't fucking care about your stupid team, I don't care about this stupid fucking rivalry week, we should be playing D.C. this weekend, we should play, we should play Chicago. How about a rivalry with two teams actually have the history of playing in games and actually there's like a rivalry on the field? Not dumb fans, oh, we're going to pack the place, we're going to pack the place. Yeah, because you were a bunch of scared shitless babies who only gave the Red Bulls 600 supporter seats because things happened last year. What things happened last year? What happened? Uh, did, did, did we throw a flare onto the field, Jay?
0: No, you did not.
2: Did we set a flare off in the seats?
0: No, you did not.
2: Okay, did we go to their bus and throw anything at their buses? Um, did we break seats? Did we start fights in sections? Did we do any of that? Not as far as I know. Okay, so really they're just scared, and they don't have the capacity to, to handle uh, the fans that we brought last year. That, that's it. That's it. They're getting us back because we took seats away from them because, oh, yeah, they did throw flares onto the field and in the seats. I'm so, I'm so tired of this team. I'm so tired of it. There's only a half a percent that I like about this team, and that's our friend Mike, who follows us on Twitter, because he's a good guy. <laughs> that's it. He's the only good part. And, I, and, like, one other person that I like, how about that video they show today of Is New York Red or Blue? And the guy goes, Oh, well, I was a MetroStars Red Bull fan, and then I saw a team with playing here, so I said, oh, I'm going to go root for them now. Go, good. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh, it's, just, it's so much easier. Asshole, I drive from fucking eastern Pennsylvania to go to games. Oh. Don't tell me about your fucking tough train ride to Harrison. I,
3: I'm,
2: I'm just tired. I'm so over it. I'm, I'm over this, this fake-ass bullshit team. They're the stadium which they will never, ever get. The Cosmos are closer to getting a stadium in the New York area than you are. I'm done. That being said... Fuck them! I don't think they're gonna win. I don't think we're gonna win. I'm gonna say one-one, cause you fuck would,
1: them. You would not throw a rant like it. that if it wasn't a rivalry. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just
2: tired of them. I'm just tired. I'm tired of their dumb fans. I'm fucking tired of it. It's it's a fraudulent rivalry.
1: I don't know. It's New York versus New York. It's it's just it. It's what it is. I mean, it's like it's like uh, Devils, Rangers, Rangers, Islanders. All teams in close, extreme close proximity to each other are just natural rivals. Right. Well, why were the, the
2: Rangers-Devils rivals? Because of 1993
1: and 1994. Yeah, I mean... I, that's why. You, you know, the de- that's yeah, why. it took a while for the Devils to finally get good, for sure, but, you right. know...
2: that's why. Because no one really cared about the Devils before It wasn't a rivalry.
1: Something happened on the ice. They made it a rivalry. Uh, it's, uh, as long as uh, New York City FC fans are obnoxious. Oh, they uh, are? Yeah, it'll, it'll, I think it'll continue. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, cause attendance is certainly down in Yankee Stadium this year. And, you know, like we all predicted, we think that that stadium situation is going to eventually going to wear thin on his fan base. That's going to be the
2: best part. It's going to be hilarious when they keep playing there for 10 more years.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if they think they're getting to or
2: Columbia, one of
1: the two, they're certainly not getting a stadium in the five boroughs anytime soon. Nope. Sorry, Jay. I apologize.
0: Don't apologize. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Rivalry week, Woo! you uh, wait, know. I, I'm just, I'm just so glad I've been, for the most part, off of Twitter this week because I would just, I, I'm sure. I, I, here's the thing, I've seen, uh, mentions on What's a Metro and on, and the mentions weren't even directly from NYCFC fans. And all right, I'm not necessarily calling anybody out, but let me just say this: if a person on Twitter, if a person is not tagged in the conversation shouldn't necessarily tag them just to bring the, the conversation to their attention. A lot of people do that all the time. Unless, unless it's like a person you know. Let's put it that way. Anyway, so, that's quick side tangent. Um I, I I saw one conversation get brought up into the mentions on Once Metro, and I was like, I am done with Twitter this week. <laughs> and it was one conversation, and it was the same old tired bullshit of, uh, I used to be a, I used to be following, but then they changed from MetroStars. Stars. Oh, and you don't have any supporter shields. I'm sorry, you don't have any trophies, but supporter shields don't count. And it's like, you know, just fuck off. Who cares? It's the same nonsense every other team
2: says.
3: They're not creative.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's all bullshit. I'm it's just, i just I will maintain. I will maintain until we stop talking about them. It's a rivalry. Until we until it becomes white noise, it's, it's a rivalry
0: it's a fan rivalry it's not a rivalry on the field I don't
1: i you know what I think I think guys say it's not a rivalry on the field to, for this fan service it it is they played their asses off last year they wanted to beat New York City FC they wanted to beat them and they wanted to beat them hard they, But according they, to the blue team it wasn't they
2: didn't they didn't care
1: yeah sure yeah once they lost three games yeah but I think that's typ- also typical rivalry it's like oh it doesn't matter no doesn't, you know it, it's it, you know it's i don't know like like i've said in the past when you know we talked about if philly was going to become a rival and that that certainly did fizzle out that that certainly is not a fervent rivalry whatsoever um you know it, it's rivalries do not go by highlander rules the dc rivalry is not all of a sudden you know non-existent because there's a rivalry between us and new york city fc and it's there because we get so fucking annoyed about NYCFC. <laughs> we do we get so goddamn annoyed by NYCFC? I mean, it's it's a it's a rivalry. It, again, it doesn't take away from DC. It, it, you know, it, the historical rivalries absolutely exist. And maybe someday DC will fizzle out entirely. Maybe it will. Maybe in twenty, thirty years, it will. I don't know. Maybe NYCSC will close up shop when they never get a, st- a stadium in New York City. Maybe I don't know, but you know, it, it's just I don't know. I, I
0: let, me, all, let me let me just say silly. this: for all that stuff aside, the thing that pisses me off the most is MLS just pushing this down our throats, right? And I and I think it's more. I think there's kind of a two two factors. This one: they're trying to gain a bigger foothold in the sports landscape. So, of course, when you have a New York-New York matchup, you're going to try to push as hard as you can because it, it, cause media is going to glom on something like that. And second, and I think this is not something that... It, it's more of a um, historical thing because up until maybe, like, what, six years ago, there was no... Outside of, like some independent guys and some newspapers that were thankful and th- that actually devoted some time. There was no major, ma- and I say major, 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 like, like real major coverage of MLS. Like I know you guys wrote for NJ.com. I, I came oh, in, I, think,
3: the days. <laughs> uh, days.
0: I, I came in, I started writing for the Red Bull Rant site. Then I went to one to Metro. Dave started up, uh, Dave Martinez started up Empire soccer, big Apple soccer. I, I Michael, i Thank you. I don't know. Why I blank like on Michael's name. Um, you know, Frank Giocci was I, I was pretty much the only got only newspaper guy, legitimate newspaper guy, because somebody like Brian Lewis kept getting moved around. So at least in like New York, you don't ha- you didn't have a big media presence. And I don't mean to disparage like Michael Lewis and Dave Martinez and all them because they do a fantastic job. It, I'm just talking about like major outlets. And it's this kind of situation across the country where the. "Quote big media wasn't paying attention, so MLS soccer took it upon themselves to devo- develop their own coverage on MLSsoccer.com, which is great. But when the league controls people that can put the mess- that can create a narrative, you're gonna get shit like this, and that's why it annoys me."
1: Nah, I'm not. You know, do what you gotta do to sell your leech, You know. Well, I
0: there's, there's, I a, there's, a, there's a difference I between selling your I leech totally, and the totally
1: I am totally like everybody else is like, no, corporate responsibility. We can't let corporations do what we want. I did not say they couldn't do
0: what they want. <laughs> I, I don't I give just said, a I, I, give said a I said this this shit. is I don't I, give a shit.
1: Like you do what you gotta do to sell your product. You know? No. If that I'm means saying... if that means Don Garber's gotta send a dick pic to every fan <laughs> in the league to sell the tell the stupid uh are you, are you <laughs> saying
2: not to add Don Garber on Snapchat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think so because I think that's next. It's like dick pics going out. Like MLS, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> happy. Listen. By the way, hashtag Happy Send a Nude Day, everybody. At least what? That's what Facebook told me. It's Happy Send a Nude Day. So uh, you know, it, Jeez, it, people, it's, you do what you got to do to sell your league. Listen, I, listen, I don't listen. care. And we are, we are not a major league. We are not soccer. I think in this country. Is probably the third or fourth most popular sport based on the leagues people watch. It's just MLS is not, you know, and, and you do what you got. If you have to do New York City uh, Red Bull Rivalry Week to sell the damn league, you do it. You do it because, I, you know what, the common fan doesn't give a shit about B.C. And New York. But when New York goes well, against New York, it's a little more interesting.
3: But, okay, so
2: they're hyping up Rivalry Week, right? Okay, that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you off the games that are being played this this Saturday, Okay. Blue team, us, okay. R- rival, we'll, go, we'll call it a rival game because it's a New York Derby, blah, 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 blah. Chicago-Houston, whoa! Oh, that's, that's the 5 o'clock game. What a rivalry. Uh, Toronto-Columbus does have a history.
1: Does have a history.
2: I'd rather see them play Montreal, right? But, I mean, makes sense, yeah. you know. Uh, Orlando-Montreal. Orlando's got nothing. What are you going to do?
0: Well, I did nothing on nobody.
2: Right. Yeah. New England-Dallas.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make sense.
2: What? New, new England-Dallas? That, that, that's a thing? That's going to happen? I mean, I'm oh like, oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow night is Philly-DC. Why didn't you put Philly with blue team? Give us DC. I know that's not the Fox game of the week, but if you want to actually show new fans what these rivals are, that's what you do. It's just silly. Why isn't Seattle playing Portland? Are they playing Vancouver? No,
0: Portland's playing Vancouver,
2: which I, I guess, but still, Jay, what's ratings? Portland, Seattle, Portland, Vancouver.
0: Honestly, in, in terms of TV market, neither. Uh, you know what no, I'm no, no, watching? No, no. No, listen, listen, for MLS, MLS fans, it's Seattle, Portland. If you're right. casuals, neither, because n- n- neither of those sound sexy matchups.
2: Right. And then you have, you have the Galaxy Earthquakes at 7 Sunday night, which, which that's probably one of the top I'd say three rivalries uh, in the league.
0: And let me, let me get back to the point that I was trying to make before Pat cut me off. I am not saying but that MLS shouldn't have done that. I'm saying it's just a, what happened what is happening is a byproduct of MLS having to do what they need to do to make themselves relevant.
1: Okay, then don't go to the game. If you're so mad about what MLS is doing don't be one of the 30 to 40,000 people that will fill Yankee Stadium. Well, I'm I mean, not I work. Don't. If you don't want to buy into <laughs> If you don't want to buy into what the league is selling you, don't go to the game. Don't help sell out Red Bull Arena, whereas they couldn't do that for DC last year. You know, that's why it's a rival because on TV you're going to see a packed Yankee Stadium for this game. Last year, me and Truman went to DC Red Bulls and there was 21,000 tickets sold. At the Red Bull Arena. I mean, it, it's it's if you don't want to go and if you don't want to do what the league is telling you to do because me me, me, me I'm a hipster, <laughs> don't go to the game. Don't go. Don't go to Yankee Stadium. You know, because otherwise you're doing what the league wants you to do. <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it's just like we complain about the league. We complain, but we buy into it. We buy into it. If you don't want to – if you don't want to do what the lead tells you, don't buy into it. It's simple as that. It's that simple.
2: Pat, you're talking to two guys who aren't going to the game, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Hold on. Let, let well, you me, know, there's uh,
1: plenty of people who are saying the same message who are going to the game.
0: Let me, all right, maybe, maybe I should clarify some things. So I'm annoyed at the messaging. I understand, and Listen, I understand you need the messaging to sell the casual fans, I'm not a casual fan. I'm watching this game. If I was in the New York area, I'm going to this game regardless because I'm a Red Bulls fan. That's why I'd be going, not because of MLS messaging. My point isn't that it isn't needed. My point is that for a fan that already is there and that's who they seem to target with some of the stuff when it goes out on MLSsoccer.com because what casual fans going to MLSsoccer.com, by the way, what is it doing for the league To, to pander to me, who one, they've already captured and two, is just going to be slightly annoyed at this when, as a, f- a general fan, I would rank DC above NYCSC as a rival, and you're calling it Rival Week. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be doing this because it may help them sell tickets, I'm just saying right. that... Right, and, and it and it's, it's going to
2: boost ratings.
0: My my point is that For if sure. you get... And, and this is, I think, where Truman was coming from at the beginning, if you're going to have something called, quote, Rivalry Week, why not promote what... It should be considered the biggest rivalries in the league. Not, and I'm not saying that NYCFC won't be, won't be a big rival in the league with Re- Red Bulls. Eventually, they are just not right now.
1: Why should it be the greatest rivalry? The only reason I know D.C. as a rivalry is because people told me it's a rivalry.
0: Hey, I, was yeah, there, I, I was there, man. I was
1: there, man. Yeah, you know how, oh, yeah. Isn't that how all fans find out, though? Hey, you know they Our, get grand- told? Our grandparents were in World War II, and they don't trust those Japanese. You know, I mean, come on. It's, times change. Times change. Are you telling? You know, the, are you telling me to
2: trust a DC fan?
1: <laughs> you seem to get along with Evil Jason whenever he's on the show. I'm just throwing it out there. You uh, got to go along
0: with Raph. I mean, you <laughs> right. to be
1: professional <laughs> for one segment. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's times change, and you know, and, and like I said, NYCC may get on the twenty. Like Raph has said, you know, DC once they get their new stadium might have a resurgence. But again, it it's I go with the team that I see in front of me that I hate and that right now that's NYCFC, you know? It, it, DC again, like I said, it's because when I came to the league, I was like, "We hate DC." I'm like, uh, okay." I mean, it's exactly what I told Ariel Castillo when she was on our show, you know? It it's and you know what? Everyone is perfectly allowed to hate DC more. They are. They absolutely are. It, it yeah. it's just, you know, it, it it it's just it's I think it's just the silliness of because because MLS says it's a like if MLS never said any, anything, I think more people would be on board, you know, and it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It just sounds like the the petulant teenagers like oh, my dad told me I shouldn't do this. So I'm not gonna, you know, so that that's just the way I look at it, you know,
2: what's going to be super awesome is uh, when a gigantic fist fight breaks out between the fans of these two teams and then
1: MLS can promote that.
3: Well, I'm telling you, well, coming, the people that it's were fight,
2: well,
1: as it's as, coming. As long as somebody brings a sandwich board,
2: it's it's coming.
1: There, there's
2: going to be, it, it's going to be heated, and it's because of how much it gets promoted online, and people like us talk about it. But we're very peaceful human beings and would never throw a punch at anybody. Well, but uh, there's people that do like to throw punches, and it, yeah, something's yeah. going to go down. It's uh, it's going to happen. probably this year.
0: As we All right, were on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, if you're gonna start telling me that because MLS promoting it is gonna cause a fight, then I question the state. No, 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 no! I'm, I'm not, not talking fight. because I'm not talking about MLS promoting it. But just when you look at all the trash talk going
2: on and the people that are getting riled up, just wait till game time and drunkenness kicks in. That's gonna be the real treat. Oh. It, it, I'm telling you, it's
1: gonna happen. Well, after after the South sandwich board incident, I gotta admit, like if I travel, I'm not traveling to Yankee Stadium this Saturday my cousin was supposed to be in town, but he's actually he's not going to anymore, but well he's gonna be a day later. Um but if I went again at the next game at Yankee Stadium, I don't think I'd go to the same bar I went to last year. Um which was fine last year, but the sandwich board incident had not happened by that point. Um, you know, I, I think there is
2: well, different groups of people there too, not the same not the yeah. same support. Oh, yeah, no,
1: to be fair, yeah, absolutely. Right. The fans that were at the bar that I'm at I went to were not involved in that incident. Right, right. right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, temper square. <clears throat> gotta be careful.
0: Alright, maybe I should actually do my prediction now. No.
1: Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Move on. Move on.
0: Well, it's a good thing. I had the record button, so <laughs> uh, real quick, I think it's gonna be a, like Roth was saying, a hard fall game. I disagree that the, that New York City's gonna lose or sorry, New York City's is gonna win. Um I think the Red Bulls are gonna win by a score of one nothing and probably on a fluke goal like we saw with Chicago where New York City just has a slight errant back pass that somebody picks off and uh puts in on a very, very, very quick quote counter, even though it's not really a counter. Um so that's why I think it happens. One nothing to the Red Bulls and Yankee Stadium. Another home run swing by Felipe. <laughs> while well, Felipe doesn't score the goal and does the home run swing while somebody else does it too. <laughs> and,
3: and, and, and,
2: and, you know, this,
0: we know this team is capable of
2: winning games uh, via personnel, and if they were seriously embarrassed uh, by DC and they talked about how that was the worst game, they need to somehow flip whatever mentality they had that night in this one because, like, you know, like we said, it's going to be more people, it's going to be national TV, they don't want to lose this game against a team that's clearly improved. Clearly improved. Clearly doesn't have uh, just throwing a DP out there and seeing what happens. They really need... Uh, they, they they can do it. I, I don't know if they will. I don't know. And I only say a draw because I don't want to say that uh, blue team wins. But I, you get that feeling. I know Pat, Pat's going... Pat's man enough to admit it. I'm not. That's why I'm going with the draw. That's the only reason. Because uh, it could get it could get really insane on Saturday.
0: So, side note, and I wish I remembered this when we did our likes. First off, Unimas is technically a national broadcast. But second off, we are no longer on Friday nights. So done. Hey. done. Hey. Enjoy Philly. Enjoy that Philly fans. Hey, Rich, enjoy that tomorrow night. Hope you like some hot split-screen action. Yeah. honestly this split screen would probably be better than Philly anyway <laughs> um, alright let's move on to dumping ground is there anything oh. you guys want to talk about oh, did we, we already alright
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> let's so, talk about rivalry week when uh, we pass dumping ground
2: hey, hey how, about, how about all these uh, low level teams getting booted out of the open cup there's a lot of that
0: going on yeah bummer what's it two so far yeah What what's going on there so Got shenanigans. Quick explanation on that. I forget what is it like. Villages SC or something like that. Yeah. Which is first off, what is Villages SC like? Where does that even come from?
2: I like, swear to God, can... if their supporters aren't called the Village People, I'm gonna be extremely upset.
0: <laughs> it's a moral imperative. I... Anyway, uh, so apparently Villagers SC fielded a player that played in a Open Cup qualification game back in 2015, and said the rules say if you played any Open Cup game. For that cycle, you can't play for another team, which whatever, that makes perfect sense. But apparently nobody thought that this could ever happen with amateur teams. So, Villages SC, I think, beat the Charleston Battery. Yep. And then it was discovered... On penalties, the are
2: like an em- epic penalties, I think, right?
0: And like, the, the player came in like the 86th minute or something like that, so it's like, well, sorry you only were in here for like, you know, a fraction of the game, but bye-bye, Villages. You're out. Ah, poor Villages. And there's some, some team in California that the same thing happened to them. Uh, I think it was at the end of last year or the beginning of this year whenever the game started. I don't remember exactly when. So that's two teams so far. Yeah, it was for a game that was played in like
2: November apparently that counted for this. I don't know.
3: Silliness.
0: Because, so the, the way that works is like there's regional qualifications for the amateur teams that start the year before. So technically the Open Cup runs the dreaded winter schedule with a break. <laughs> um, anything else? Want to talk about? Uh, or do we want to do, we do our terrible team of the week?
5: actually,
1: I mean, we could. Uh, U.S. national team gets going this, nope. uh, this this weekend on Sunday against Puerto Rico.
0: Go and for it! I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of players who probably won't be on the uh, on the actual Copa America roster uh, because many of them are not even on the preliminary roster. It's just one of those things that you know half the players still. Busy with their club squad, so they haven't made camp yet. So, uh, yeah, should be interesting. First first time they're playing in Portugal ever, I feel like people have been saying, which kind of shocks me. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. And I will have something on EOS afterwards, for sure.
2: And you're going to bring back the Yanks Go Marching podcast for some odd reason.
1: Yeah, we're well, yeah, it's going to be Rebel Rant, Yanks Go Marching edition for the Copa America, from my understanding. And, you know, if as long as Chris is still involved, you know, he, <laughs> he he agreed night of, so we'll see what happens. Uh we'll see what happens when it when it actually uh comes upon us.
2: Hey, uh real quick, Sky Blue FC won their last game against Boston, one nothing, yeah. so a home game. And their next game is in Rochester on the twenty first. When is that? Is that today? Is that tomorrow? I don't know what day it is anymore, everybody.
3: Uh that's it's Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday. It's it is it Saturday? It is don't
2: make... Oh, probably. Oh, this one's in Rochester, so they play the New York Flash, Western New York
0: Flash again, so... Uh, uh, no, oh wait, hold on, this, that was April. Uh oh, I looked it up, here, and I got the schedule, whoa. 7 p.m. At, at Western New York.
3: Yep,
2: which is really just, no one knows where
0: Western New York is, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere.
2: Rochester.
1: You ever go to Rochester? Yes. Terrible. Bad family up there, how dare you?
0: Middle of nowhere. Is that near Canada?
1: Close, it's close <laughs> enough. It, it's basically if Canada invaded, I mean we'd probably be like, gosh, oh well, we lost Rochester. Sorry, Aunt and Uncle. Is
3: so I'm sure. What,
0: if, is that where the movie Canadian Bacon started? I think so. So I'm sure if you go to like
2: Cloud Nine's uh, Twitter feed, they probably have where they're going to be watching that game, and maybe it'll be in New York because you can finish watching the Red Bulls play and then uh, check that game out somewhere, YouTube, something.
0: We're all right, anything else with dumping ground? No, what a show, what a show. What, what a show. what about Terrible Team of the Week? Oh, I was getting to that. I'm not, like,
2: skipping that. I'm just saying, what a show. Yeah. Well, Terrible Team, we've, we've gone on too long. It was clearly uh, the Red Bulls' pathetic performance in D.C. Yeah. How, could it, how could it not be? If I'm not giving it to the Red Bulls, I'm giving it to TFC because my friend Cross kept talking about them tonight, so screw him, I'm going to get paybacks. <laughs> uh, two straight home games. Couldn't win either of them embarrassing
0: in, in, in every new renovated stadium too
2: right a loss and a draw against the Smurfs so if I'm not getting it to the Red Bulls which they definitely deserved after yep. watching that game
0: yep. uh, we'll give it to TFC as well all right let's wrap this one up then uh, you can follow us at oncematch.com slash red and ball rant uh, help us out by going to patreon.com slash red or rant a few bucks our way to support the show Uh, You can email us at RedBullRant at gmail.com. You can call us like Tony did. Wow. You're going to edit
1: this out, and you're going to say his name right, and you're never going to mess it up again.
0: What what are you talking about? Exactly. I I said Tommy. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Sure you
0: did. Uh, So if you want to call in, 973-348-5329, Facebook.com slash RedBullRant, on Twitter at RedBullRant for the show, at DrStooge for myself, at PMACD82 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman, subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Music, pretty much any podcast service will have us, apparently. So last words before we get out of here.
2: Uh happy birthday, Ma,
0: and uh let's get a get a big old
1: win on Saturday. Uh and remember for your ha- uh send your nudes to act on Twitter. <laughs> and remember to hashtag it with hashtag national send a nude day and win. <laughs>
0: Well, let's continue on ignoring Twitter for now. Uh, all right, so for Patrick and myself, this has been episode number one hundred and eighty-four, the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning. As always, go Red Bulls. Peace
5: out. Late. I'm now for an NYCFC box office blitz. That's Red Bulls. Right now, uh, third caller, six six five four zero wfan You win a pair of Delta Sky Suite tickets to see yeah. uh, David. Uh, 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 is it via or villa? How does he say it? Does, how does he pronounce it? Via or uh, villa? Do we know? N- no. Nope. Is it David V? I don't even know. I don't want to say his name. Is he like name? New York City FC take on the New York Red Bulls Saturday, yeah. May 21st at the stadium. Kickoff yeah, at, least at 3 p.m. Right? For tickets, uh, starting at twenty-five dollars. And more information, visit nycfc.com.
3: You can get through, Mike.
5: from the fans. So uh, we have Red Bull tickets to give away. No, the, no, uh, wrong. Oh, they're playing the Red Bulls. Right. What's their their nickname?
1: He's getting there. He's getting there.
5: They're just a New York City football club. They don't have a nickname? Right. Okay, so they're playing the Red Bulls. Got it. They're the Smurfs. Smurfs. And uh, is it VIA? Do we know that? Is it David Villa? Still talking about it, it Mike? Masters? Still, it still is, going. You're going to move buddy. I mean, that would make sense, you know. Yeah. It, it, right. it, I, I think this mean, is what soccer is ever taught. We're about to be in a better right now. Because I don't want to Does he even he realize he's talking so, soccer? I mean, if I was going to say Pancho Villa, it'd be, it would be, you know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Listen, Mike. That's good. You wouldn't pronounce the L's. So I'm going to say David Racist is what it is. So that's the Red Bulls and the NYCFC.
3: Not the yeah, NYCFC, the New, York City
5: yeah. Fo- New York City Football Club. That's it. They don't, have a, nick- they don't have a nickname. Go fall Smurfs. back sleep. The Smurfs. NYCFC, but they have no. They don't call them anything else. They don't yeah. call them. They call them a bunch of initials. That's it. Yeah, Smurfs. They yeah. don't call them like anything. They don't have a. Nope. They don't have a tag or anything. They have nothing. Nothing. Just a Sorry. football club. N.Y. They call that's weird. N.Y.C.F. Not weird. You're an idiot. Wood Bulls are from New Jersey, is that right? Right. They have the stadium over there in New Jersey. the Red Bulls yeah. 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 They're in Harrison, do. New Jersey. They, they the little, soccer stadium. They have a Little stadium over there. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. N.Y.F.C. plays. It's, players it's players. cute. Twenty-five thousand seats. I know they're the Yankees team. Yankees. Yankees. I know that's the Yankees team. I understand that. No, that I do. No, I know the Yankees have a team there. That so I know. he knows the know Yankees. Team, but doesn't know they're in Harrison. I've seen a story on that where they have that little that cute little stadium over there. It's nice. Oh, oh, he saw a story on it. I know that too so but i didn't know the team didn't have like a you know like they the or the charges you know, who, you know? uh, who knows who knows you know who doesn't know you mike radio gold the, the storm i got it what? neil and fordham what's up neil turn his mic off
0: you know what tommy from mayon should have called in
5: no not
0: neil my day. i don't know why neil called in yeah